On today's episode, we're going to be talking about betrayal and why it's not necessarily the worst thing that could ever happen to you on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And so glad to be with you here today. And we're going to be talking about betrayal and why experiencing a Judas in your life uh, doesn't have to be the worst thing. In fact, there's a scripture where Jesus himself went through betrayal in uh, in uh, Luke chapter 22, where it says, while he was still speaking, suddenly a crowd came and the one called Judas, one of the one of the twelve was leading him. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, it is, is it with a kiss that you are betraying the Son of Man? And we find that betrayal is, is something that is part of human nature. Uh, we all, or most of us, have been betrayed, and we all have betrayed, if, if we're honest with ourselves. And, but it doesn't have to be the worst thing in the world. It doesn't have to be the end of your world. The kiss that Judas gave Jesus shows that all betrayal is personal and intimate, that it's, it's those closest to you who can hurt you the most. So who is your Judas? Think about who Judas might be. Judas is the person who is close to you. They ate with you. They laughed and cried with you. Judas is the one who, who uh, not only betrays you, but he walks out on you. He hurts you deeply. It's the person you thought was a friend or that you trusted. And uh, when you see someone who reminds you of them, you want to run away as fast as you can. That's kind of like maybe a short version of how at least I react to Judas. And when I speak of betrayal, I'm not coming from a psychological point of view because I'm not a psychologist. I'm not an expert at how to, you know, how to manage that psychologically. I can only tell you from my own experience that I've been betrayed many times and hurt many times in my life. And I got to a point where I said to myself, unless I learn how to deal with this, unless I learn how to master this in my own life, I'm never going to get get beyond this, beyond this this constant you know, struggle with it. And so the, the point being that, that Judas can either uh, turn you into a victim or they can turn you into a victor. It, it's up to you how you want to manage your Judas. So why is betrayal not always the worst thing in the world? Why is that? Why is that? Um, Number one, because betrayal cures us from shallow relationships. We all have them. We all have have had relationships that were less than close. And but when we're betrayed by someone who really we don't know, we realize, you know what? I don't really know them, so it's it's fine. And you know, it was shallow anyway. And we all have a tendency to want friends that just make us happy and always tell us how wonderful we are. But a real friend is going to hurt you, and you don't know if you truly have a friend, until you've had a conflict, until you've had a disagreement, until you, you cross each other and, and have had the possibility of walking away from a friendship forever. And now, when I talk about embracing your Judas, let's say, right? Because I believe you should embrace your Judas. You should embrace the betrayal. I don't mean, this doesn't mean that friends and lovers don't betray us but it means that usually in a in a in a half normal world that they if they do betray us they kind of make it right don't they or or usually hopefully and when i speak of embracing your judas i don't mean that you're going to be chummy chummy with the person who hurt you and we'll get to that in a, in a second 
But uh, but betrayal cures us from these shallow relationships. And beware of wanting only shallow friendships. Because shallow friendships only... You never get honesty. You never really get candidness from people. A real friend... There's a scripture that says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend. When a friend hurts you because they're telling you a truth, those are faithful wounds. They may hurt, but they're faithful wounds. But here's another reason why betrayal is not always uh, the worst thing for us. It is this, because betrayal can open your eyes to things you are tolerating. And how often, when we were hurt by someone we care about, didn't realize how much we were putting up with in a situation, and maybe even compromising that maybe something we should have confronted or, or you know, in love and said, you know, this is wrong, you shouldn't be doing this, you're hurting me, or you're, you're, this really bothers me what you do. And, um, but betrayal can open our eyes to that. When, when, when they finally sting us, we wake up. And we, as human beings, can turn a blind eye to unhealthy signs of things we see. I've heard people say through the years as a minister, you know, I should have questioned this, or why, you know, uh, why was he working late all the time? I should have I should have questioned that. I should have asked him that. He was having an affair. Or, or why did I tolerate that abusive behavior all those years, that unkind behavior? And so, so betrayal can wake you up in a sense, right? But also we find that betrayal uh, it can be the process that forges you. It creates you. And what, what do I mean by forge you? Imagine how a ring is forged, how something is forged in the fire, right? It's, it's made by the fire. And there's, there's a scripture that goes something like this, Proverbs 17.3, The crucible for silver and the furnace is for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. And what does that mean to us? It means that, that your heart, the way God grows you, is by putting you in his own kind of brand of furnace. And often that furnace uh, in our lives, deals with betrayals. And we spend way too much time as people trying to feel better about our wounds instead of embracing God's process through them and growing and breaking through those wounds and saying, hey, it happened, the bomb went off, I can't unmake the bomb, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grow through this and I'm going to be better than I was before. I'm going to be stronger than I was before, wiser than I was before, and grow through this situation. Real healing Real healing comes when we embrace the process God has allowed us to walk through. And counseling may have to be a big piece in your experience. It depends on where your journey is. But here's, I'm going to put it another way. Why should we embrace our Judas? Why do we need to embrace our Judas? Because, number one, Jesus did it. Now, when I say embrace again, let me qualify this. Embrace does not mean that you have to be pals over tea with a person who hurt you or wounded you. Um, uh, it doesn't mean that you have to trust that person who hurt you or wounded you. I'm talking more, more about embracing embracing the process that comes. And, uh, and excuse that alarm there, but... Um, at an alarm set there, but uh, it's about embracing the process that, that not necessarily the person, even though you may pray for them and love them and say, I was hurt, but you embrace the process that, that it's producing. And Jesus deliberately embraced Judas by selecting him to be an apostle. He knew he was going to betray him, 
Uh, I can show you a scripture where he says, one of you is a devil, you know, and he knew it was coming. And that's what makes it so hard. It's almost like an Alfred Hitchcock movie where where there's no terror in a bang, like he said, only in the anticipation of it. You're waiting to be hurt, and you know you're going to be hurt. And you still embrace it. You still say, you know what, I'm going to walk through this because it's the right thing to do. And in doing so, Judas had no control over Jesus. Jesus was in God's hands. He realized that as he embraced Judas and loved him and even served him, he even, he even washed his feet knowing he was going to betray him, he broke the power of betrayal over his life. And this is what I mean by embracing the process, that you don't have to run away from people who hurt you. There is a freedom that happens when you embrace your Judas. And this is why we should embrace monsters as opportunities in our life, people who really hurt us. But we also find that why should we embrace Judas? Because you can't reach your destiny without your Judas. And there's another scripture that I have that uh, that goes something like this, Proverbs 27, 17, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. God uses people to grow you. God uses annoying, difficult, challenging people to grow you. And think about David and Goliath, right? Most, most of us, in fact, when I was younger, I thought, man, David was the man he was because Goliath made him that man. Because Goliath was this giant, and he defeated the giant, and he, he became David, King David, the great King David, because of Goliath. And, and when you think of the story, it's an exciting story. It makes for a great, great movie with special effects. And, but think about another story that isn't as popular as the David and Goliath story, and that is the David and Saul story. That's the story that really we got to look at. Imagine being constantly threatened. Imagine being almost murdered and getting away because Saul often threw spears at David, his servant, to kill him because he was jealous of him. And imagine being chased for 15 years by your king because he knows that God is going to replace him with you. And that's the story that I want to talk about because I believe that it is Saul who made David, not Goliath. Goliath, that's, that's romantic, man. That's exciting. That's Hollywood stuff. But what really made Saul, what really made David, was not Goliath, but Saul. And that is what made David the man he was. So the Judases in your life help you embrace these springboards that, that make you grow, like your Saul's. And they stretch you to do things you never thought you would do before. I, I've met different moms through the years, and one mom I met, that I was uh, that I ministered to, uh, she had three children, and her and, and dad had just left home. He he just he betrayed her, and left her with no money. What did she do? She she found a way, and she got her master's degree in education, became a great teacher, and made great money, and raised a great family. Her sons are su- successful people because of her. Now, what an amazing story! So it was the Goliath, or rather the Saul, that made her. It was, it was that hard situation that made her. But we also find this, dear friends, that, um, that embracing Judas uh, makes sure that your pain is not wasted. The very name Judas means God is praised. So God uses people, difficult people, to bring praise to, to him through your life because you submit to him and you say, Lord, I want to grow through this. Help me through this. And... When someone doesn't accept their pain as God or as something 
that that God is permitting and you know saying I'm going to bring transformation through this pain they're missing a great opportunity and I've seen people who are bitter and they've produced sour grapes instead of sweet wine from their pain and and they became someone else and guess what Judas won Judas controlled you and you didn't go beyond it and but it doesn't have to be that way there's still time for you to grow through this so Here's my point, and we're going to slowly bring this in for a landing today, that embracing your Judas robs Judas of the power of betrayal. And I, I kind of said that earlier, but I want to say it again, that embracing your Judas robs Judas of the power to betray you. That yes, it hurt, yes, it was, it was difficult, but you're going to become something greater because of that pain. And Jesus saw it coming, and he still washed Judas's, Judas' feet, didn't he? And Judas didn't get to decide how Jesus was going to respond. So I have a minister friend who years ago had gone through all kinds of betrayal from a group of people. And he had to navigate that for some time before God healed him of the betrayal. And here's how he framed it years later. Uh, he had, for his life, you know, his for years been betrayed by certain people that worked together. And Whenever he saw them after he grew through it, he, from the bottom of his heart, said, I want to thank you for driving me to my destiny because I could not have been the man I am today because, you know, without you. Thank you. And he meant that. He didn't mean it like you know, criticizing them or putting them down. He meant it, that he, he would not have been the person he is today without them. So I want to challenge you today to don't, to not be afraid of betrayal. Embrace your Judas. I don't mean you have to be their pal and and not forget and and not uh, you know and 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 suddenly trust them. That's not what I'm saying. I mean embrace your Judas. Embrace the process that God wants to use to make you grow through it. So next time, so glad to be with you. Check out our website, check out soulzero2.com and our our uh, our YouTube channel and leave a comment and join us. So glad to be with you. God bless.